Big Balls Bob. Not to be confused with Tiny Balls Todd. I do have a body. It's very fantastic. Uh, more of a temple, really, than a body. I can't tell if he's doing a bit or not. I'm glad you brought that, that point up because... Todd's a pussy. It's right next to Todd's OnlyFans. It's, it's Todd's, on the internet. Yeah, Todd's not dumb. I tried to get in a high honest English class once, and they called my parents and were like, hey... Just tell him he can't do it. <laughs> it shows. It really shows. I'm a dumbass, and I'm sorry. The first time you've been let out of mom's basement, right? Oh, no, I'm still in mom's basement, actually. <laughs> I hate you guys so much. I'm going to throw these two guys into the screen so that if I die, they can carry on the legacy of crap that is this show. Welcome in, Green Bay Packer fans, to another edition of Lombardi's Bar. And I should say, welcome in not just Green Bay Packer fans, but fans of the number one seed NFC conference leader Green Bay Packers to Lombardi's Bar. Welcome in, everybody. I'm your bartender, Dan Kotnick. Thank you for joining us today on Lombardi's Bar. Lombardi's Bar brought to you by our friends at Artec Ventures. The goal at Artec Ventures is to collaborate closely with founders throughout all the investment and fundraising stages, turning their visions into successful companies. Since 2020, Artec Ventures has helped turn great ideas into profitable, profitable, Todd's going to give me so much crap over this, profitable businesses that make an impact on industries, communities, and beyond. Visit ArtecVentures.com for more info. One day I'll get through that whole read without messing it up. Speaking of messing things up, let's get our drink special in here. Our drink special for today is dedicated to a man who messes up every single time he opens his mouth. And that's our good friend, Paul Allen. And the drink today dedicated to you, Hope You Lose Every Game. What is the Hope You Lose Every Game? Fittingly enough, it's an old-fashioned, or in Paul Allen's case, a very old-fashioned and it's usually you just do a sprinkle of bitters in an old-fashioned but for paul a few extra bitters in their form because he's just such a bitter old vikings fan and to know that not only were the packers winning on sunday night but that paul allen had to wait all day long at lambeau to sit for a 60-minute game and that's what the Vikings put out on the field for him. So, Paul, this one is for you, buddy. Let's get uh, our two guys in here. It's Todd Varney and Jimmy Christensen who are with us each and every week. Gentlemen, how are you doing today? Congratulations on the home field advantage, guys. I'm so excited. Either of you going to the games, you think? Possibly? Yes? No? I would have to imagine no. Unless they're happening in my backyard. I'm not leaving my house for the next couple of weeks. Strong possibility, your, yes. Your baby will be fine, Dan. Just fucking go. <laughs> I'm not worried about. I'm not so much worried about the child that's coming. It's more my, taking care of the wife who will be having the child very no. soon. It, it's scientifically proven. If you're going to a sporting event and it's very important, don't go into. Late. She can't. Made, yeah, she can't get mad about the playoffs. No. I, I I made the proposal. We can. We both can work remotely from home. So I made the proposal for. You know, a couple of months at the end of January, February, let's buy an Airbnb in Wisconsin, stay there. And then when the little guy comes, I can say that he was born in Green Bay. That that's all I ever wanted for my son. 
Come stay in our basement. I bet Nick, I bet producer Nick wishes his parents would have done that instead of having him be born and raised in Minnesota, which we just found out. What a shithole. Uh, which it makes so much sense that we just, Nick's a, a genuinely nice person and he typically doesn't do anything to us to deserve the beating that we give him. But it was obviously but coming this, from somewhere. This time, this one, it all yeah. makes sense. It all yeah, makes the puzzle sense. Falls in the, the puzzle piece falls into place. Yes. Yep. Um, guys, we are not alone tonight. We are joined by a new friend of the show. She is giving up not only just her time, but sleep slash sanity to stay awake with us because she is across the pond, oh my if God, you will. You. Wow, that was... um, oh my God. I thought That's... Jimmy would be the first one, honestly, to bust out no. her accent. Like... Then you really don't know me because I... <laughs> I just watched I just watched a Gordon Ramsay like two hour special, so I'm all I'm all oh, you're in the zone. on it. You got yeah, it. I'm, I'm pretty fucking offended. You said it was gonna be me. I would just bring up Harry Potter. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> I don't care did. about it. I know he already I don't care about accents. <laughs> you know her. She's you can see her on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. She's out and about spreading the good word of the NFL and more specifically the Green Bay Packers across all of the United Kingdom. It's Ash from Ash in the NFL. Ash, thank you for joining us. How are you doing? I'm really good, thank you. I'm loving the accents already. I'm here for the Harry Potter vibes. Um, here for Green Bay. Let's go. <laughs> it is early in the morning, though, so I do apologize if I'm not 100% with it just yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you would take away from your sleep to talk with us i appreciate it i'm happy you're here but i think you're gonna slowly find out that was a horrible life decision yeah maybe who knows i mean i'm all here for crazy life decisions it's 2022 nothing can be as bad as some of the shit that we've all kind of all dealt with um but it's always fun to kind of talk talk packers talk football with new people um so thanks so much for having me basically <laughs> of course of course i i mean the question that i think needs to be asked obviously right off the bat is what led you into the NFL? Like what got you hooked onto it? And specifically why the Green Bay Packers? I mean, why not the Green Bay Packers is the question that people should be asking me. I always get that question so much. Um, but I was literally just in a bar chatting with a friend who follows American football as well. Um, he follows the Atlanta Falcons though. So, you know, he's not having a very good time the past couple of years. Um, but I just got invested and wanted to kind of get involved and watch the sport as well. Massive sport fan anyway. Um, so after just a couple of games watching, I was like, right, I need a team. I want to get involved. Um, I don't want to get involved with the Falcons. I need to choose someone else. Um, and my story is like, I think my story is just so mundane. Like I don't have family over in America. Um, I don't have any ties with a certain city or anything. Um, so I literally just went online, looked through kind of every team's jersey. And then I just went with my favorite one. And green is my favorite color. Um, didn't want to go with kind of any of the other ones. Um, the pack has kind of stood out to me. And the rest is really history. And I have never looked back. Um, I think great decision. Went with my gut. Um, and now I'm a fully fledged cheesehead, which I'm super happy with. I'm so happy your favorite color is not purple. You got stuck with the Vikings or something horrible <laughs> like that. <laughs> Worst decision of my entire life, that would be. <laughs> that, honestly, that sounds exactly like how I picked my Premier League team. I went through... I looked at all the I, the colors for the most part. I went through, looked at all the, the 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 logos, the shields, and everything, and I landed on Manchester City. So I feel like you and I, like kindred spirits, you 
picked like probably close to the the NFL equivalent of Manchester City almost I feel like at least in the last couple of years last last oh, several years yeah definitely and I mean it's just a great way I think to be able to get involved with the team and such like so simple as well just go in pick favorite color see who you're drawn to um and kind of roll with it but um I seem to have chosen a pretty good one um and the fan base as well especially the like the Packer fan base over here in the UK it's small but growing um but it's super exciting as well so um like the more I can help grow it um especially over here as well um you know that's kind of like my main goal and what I'm really excited about too. Have you, have you felt like the NFL has been growing a lot in popularity over there since they've been playing games the last few seasons and everything like that? Like, have you noticed a lot more NFL fans? Oh my God. It's like, to be honest, it's huge. I think, especially for how small our country is anyway, um, say in comparison to the States, um, it's massive. And seeing the games come back to London this year was really exciting. So I got to host um, a part of it in the morning, like where the fan zone bit is. Um, like our equivalent of trying to tailgate, which was a little bit, um, you know, not as exciting, I think, as, you know, one would be over in America because um, there are some restrictions and stuff still over here. Um, but it was really fun. And we've got fans coming in, um, like a lot from Germany, actually, as well, and so many kind of other European countries too. Um, but it is growing so, so much. Um, and it's it's so nice to see, actually, to be honest. Um, I think just the only downside is the time difference. Obviously, it's one thirty in the morning for me over here. So Sunday night games, especially having to wake up on Monday morning and go into like a nine to five office job, um, that can be really tough. So I think that is kind of the one thing that does put people off. Um, so it's just trying to like sell the good sport for what it is. Um, and there are so many other ways that you can like watch games and stuff as well. Um, but I think, yeah, that's the only downside for people is, you know, the time difference and the early morning games. Um, but, you know, it's still growing every year. The numbers and fan bases and stuff are increasing. Um, so I think that's, I think that's awesome. That's great. So not having grown up uh, kind of in the Midwest, dealing with the rivalries that are here, do you still like, and being relatively new to the NFL, do you still get in those rivalries? Do you still hate the Bears and the Vikings with all of your heart and feel a little bit of sadness for sure. how pathetic the Lions always are? <laughs> yeah, I mean, 100%. I don't know how it's happened, but it's now ingrained into my bones, into my blood, into my system and my soul um, to not get involved with any Vikings, Bears or Lions fans. Um, and for some reason as well, Cowboys fans, I don't yep. know where that's come from, um, but I know. It's from the mid-90s. Yep, that's I the know. mid-90s. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I did actually get quite excited when the Lions won their first game. I'm just... Um, you know, yeah. if they can win one, great. It doesn't affect us anyway in our division. Um, so I was completely happy with that. Um, but it is quite funny, especially at the London games. I was walking around like full Packers gear on. Um, and just the amount of like near abuse that I was getting from Vikings and Bears fans was just not acceptable for how bad they were doing. Um, but, you know, <laughs> I'm here for the hate. I love it. Um, but, you know, I'm always down for a rivalry as well. And, I mean, the Packers have got some of the greatest ones. And I think that's so exciting about American football as well, is, like, the history and the rivalries of certain teams too. Um, so that's been something that I've been really, you know, excited to learn about as well. Um, but, yeah, I'm super here for it. <laughs> you mentioned you have a, a nine-to-five job, and I think I have a really good business opportunity for you. Uh, we're looking to go to the best Packers bar. And I think if you start one in London or right outside London where you are, we have <laughs> no excuse not to go travel over there and have a huge party, a huge Packer party out in out in London. 
I mean, I'm here for this. Let we can talk numbers. We can talk shop afterwards. Um, let's yeah, I it. won't. I I have no money to give you, but I will give ideas. Ideas, guy. We're more big picture. We're we're the big picture people, and we'll let you handle the the details. Okay. Else, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So before we talk about uh, this game past Sunday, I want to know. You mentioned the tail. What does a British tailgate look like? Like here, at least at like at Green Bay games, it's brats. It's, you know, it's the hot dogs, it's burgers, it's, you know, that kind of stuff, like all the traditional grill stuff. What is, what is the British version of that? Is it the same or do you guys do anything different? Um, so I think this year was just a little bit different. Um, so they played all of the games at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium this year, whereas like before they used to do them at Wembley as well, which is really iconic, a lot more space and stuff. Um, but think of it probably as the same, but just very kind of toned down. Um, which for British people um, who like a drink, that is always very interesting. So just every single pub and bar kind of like along the high street leading up to the stadium was absolutely jam-packed with people just having a good time, um, having some drinks and stuff before the game. Um, But the good thing as well about the London games is that every single team is represented. So no matter what like teams we had playing, you could see every single team's jerseys. Um, which was really cool, which I know obviously doesn't really happen so much over in like American games. Um, But that was kind of like quite nice just to see kind of everybody represent their own teams and stuff, but still come, you know, to live games and stuff over here because we missed out last year with COVID and everything. Um, But yeah, just think maybe just a little bit more toned down uh, for the British side of people, which is surprising because I know we do like a drink. We do like to kind of get get the party started, I suppose. Um, So, you know, if if we kind of were able to let loose a little bit more, we'd probably just go a little bit crazy and maybe get shut down. Um, so probably a good thing. <laughs> oh, I would love to see just the ESPN headlines. London got shut down because of the NFL games. <laughs> Too <laughs> rowdy. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go to buy a round first. Uh, shout out to uh, Peter, resident UK uh, fan in the chat. Thank you, Peter, for stopping by. Um Buy a round. Let's buy a round from our game on Sunday. It is brought to you by Lakefront Brewery. It's one of Wisconsin's largest craft breweries. Since its founding in 1987 by brothers Russ and Jim Klish, Lakefront has earned numerous awards and created many industry firsts. Lakefront's brewery tours are among the most popular in the United States with over 100,000 guests taking the tour yearly. Brewing flavorful, high-quality craft beer has been their passion for over 30 years. They'd love to tell you their story over a pint and a tour next time you're in Milwaukee. Visit lakefrontbrewery.com to schedule your tour today. Ash, you are our most esteemed guest, and so we will let you buy a round first. Who would you like to buy a round for today? Um, so I have to go for a guy who's actually done really well for me in my fantasy football team. So it's been my first year in fantasy as well, which is just incredibly intense. Um, but I'm going to go AJ Dillon for my buy around. Um, I thought he had a great game um, and he's actually just had like a really great season as well in my eyes. Um, and I just love the fact that he's calling himself Quadzilla. Um, I'm super here for this nickname. Um, and the female fans, especially over here in the UK, we dig it as well. So um, hats <laughs> off to him. Um, but I think I've just got the numbers here, but I think it was 16 touches, 83 yards and two touchdowns. Um, I mean, the guy had a great game, a great day and stuff against the Vikings. Um, so he's going to be he's going to be my guy that I'm going to buy around for. 
Oh man! All right, I, I Matt, yeah, you. Matt's right. Great game, great, great overalls. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know how. What was the weather like on Sunday? Actually, that's something I didn't check. Was it just not super cold? It was, Zero degrees it was very Fahrenheit, very which I always I have no idea what it is in Celsius. That's going to be minus figures. I don't know how you work it out. It's going to be minus figures, but that is like that's freaking cold. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, Jimmy and I were both there. It mm-hmm. was several layers of clothes yes um i never lost feeling in any of my extremities but i also left a smidge early because it was one it's a hell of a drive and two it was really fucking cold yeah my sister kept saying she looked like the michelin man because she had so many layers on like she seriously (laughs) just looked like just a marshmallow producer nick tells us that's negative 17 degrees celsius that's as you like a handful of people in the chat Mine, yeah, I can't get over that. Minus 17, just in overalls. Um, you know, he he deserves many drinks than AJ Dillon. Um, I'm happy that I went with him. Yeah. He probably did have a lot of drinks in him. That's how yeah, he was able I'm to do it. Say. He's <laughs> like rolling out there a few deep. Yeah. Liquid heat. Liquid heat, baby. Uh, Jimmy, who do you want to buy a round for? Yeah, so I'm going to piggyback a little bit off Ash. Like Aaron Jones, I feel, is getting overlooked a lot this year just because of the love everyone has for A.J. Dillon, and he has been playing incredible. Like incredible, It seems like he never goes down. He doesn't go down the first contact. He's always falling forward, and I think that's just overshadowing what Aaron Jones has been able to do as well. Uh, this last game, he had eight carries, 76 yards, 30 in the passing game. Uh, I don't know. It just shows we signed him for a reason. We have one of the best running back duos in the NFL if not the best. And those two complement each other so well. Uh, so Aaron Jones, you are not forgotten. Hopefully you get Walter player man of the year. Um, you are an amazing, amazing man. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I thought earlier in the season there was, you know, we all kind of felt that he was being underutilized. Like why do we spend all this money on the guy not to use him? Um, but he's definitely been picking it up the last few weeks. I think this was kind of part of the plan. Keep him fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that we've got him down the stretch and, and for the playoffs. Well, and you know, it's something I, I've said before is with the injuries on the offensive line, they're not creating the natural running lanes that Aaron Jones can take advantage of. AJ Dillon is succeeding right. because as I tweeted, he's 250 pounds of pure uncut football sex. And all he does is just destroy whatever's in front of him. So it doesn't even matter. So AJ Dillon is thriving right now. And I think once we start to get more guys back on the offensive line, Josh Myers, hopefully I think is going to be a big one if he comes back. I think that offense opens up a little bit more for Aaron Jones. And I think that's kind of why he flies so under the radar recently. Very astute. Uh, Thank you. Todd, who are you buying around for? Uh, I am going to go with the run defense. Uh, Obviously, the entire team watched – Uh, last week's episode, heard me call them out um, and showed up this week in a big way. We all said Dalvin Cook was going over 150. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't even a question in our minds. Uh, How about nine carries for 13 yards? Pretty pretty good. We'll take that, I guess. (laughs) Uh, So, great to see them show up. Uh, It was also nice to see Dalvin Cook have three catches for zero yards um, in the, the receiving game. So, especially after... The week before, I mean, Nick Chubb took advantage of us on a couple of screens um, and obviously ran at will when he wanted to. So it was nice to see the run defense kind of take notice of that and show up and, and play defense. 
So, Dan, Sean Mannion has more rush, had more rushing yards than Dalvin Cook that game. Are you going to start calling him just a really mobile quarterback? Is he, he is like mobile. Jared, Did you Jared see him running around out there? He looks like Jared Goff. <laughs> He's as mobile as Jared Goff. <laughs> and they should be using Garrett Bradbury more in offensive plays. Get Garrett Bradbury the center of the ball more often. Oh, my gosh. That, that was glorious. The fact that is that is one of the stats that I just live for. That a offensive lineman on a weird play caught the ball and ended up getting more yards than Dalvin <laughs> freaking Cook in the game gives me life. <laughs> Speaking of Dalvin Cook, my buy around goes to none other than Frosty himself, Mike Zimmer, because thank you, Mike, for playing right into the Green Bay Packers hands and only giving Dalvin cook nine rushing attempts. I, I do not care how many people Joe Barry puts in the box. I don't care who's playing. If you are running Dalvin cook only nine times, you are, you are just basically giving, you're giving any defense free range to do whatever they want. And he played right into their hands. I even said 37, 10, not even that close of a score. He played. He played this offense to completely out of a out of a win. And so, thank you, Mike, for avoiding using uh, Dalvin Cook as much as possible. Yeah, I love that. He Rudolph, I think, is a better one. Rudolph is a better analogy. He just oh, he's always red, always like it's like immediately once he steps outside, he's red, face red. The best part about attending a Packers Vikings game is that you don't have to look at Mike Zimmer on camera. Ever. <laughs> oh yeah. They do not show him on the big board. Like they just don't show opposing players and coaches up there. So it was great. At no point did I see Mike Zimmer. I was scanning their sideline at one point and I was like, my vision's not that good when it's zero degrees. Get out of here. <laughs> he wasn't actually there. Yeah. Just he might not have been. Ash, I, I, let me ask you that question. I, there are certain people, like certain people outside of just the rivalries that I absolutely hate. Do you have, have you developed those as well? Like, like we, like, I, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of one. Seahawks. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, like Jimmy Garoppolo. I, or Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford's a good one now too. He doesn't play in Detroit anymore. I hate his guts. Do you, do you still, do you have like, uh, have you developed those kind of things where it's like, <laughs> now that I'm a fan, even though they're not an actual rivalry, I just hate them because of, I've seen them enough now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have a really big love-hate relationship for Tom Brady, for example. Um, I think if you're not a Bucks fan here in the UK, I think the feeling is quite mutual. Um, we just want to see someone else win a Super Bowl ring. I think that's just basically it. Um, but the big one, I think, um, for me personally anyway, I think Matt Stafford's just an interesting one. I think, you know, the move, I think, you know, he nailed that moving from Detroit to LA. Um fantastic for him um yeah still like you know I like seeing people do well I'm uh, you know I'm not a kind of hateful or mean person I think deep in my soul um but yeah sure you know yeah (laughs) but um yeah Matt Stafford's an interesting one um but I think my probably big one is Dak Prescott um and just the Cowboys in general um yeah as I mentioned I, I don't know how it's happened somebody please feel free to let me know if they feel the same way um but I just I hate them um it's yeah and I don't know how it happened but I just know that I'm meant to 
Um, so any other team that they're playing, I will, yeah, I'm going to root for root for whoever they're playing. Um, but yeah, that's that's my big one. So sorry, Cowboys fans. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. That that runs deep. The Cowboys run. That that's a deep seated. That's an old like blow the dust off of that kind of callback. I mean, you go back to the Ice Bowl. You go back to those '90s teams. I remember growing up hating those '90s teams. Um, and also, I feel like that was a bit of a backhanded slam at me that uh, Ash isn't Ash isn't a hateful person, you know, <laughs> like Dan, who hates all these other people that he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, she has so you are you. Jimmy and I are like beacons of positivity on this show, and we just <laughs> have love for everybody, and it's all we can do to overcome Dan and his hateful negativity week in and week out. It's, it's an absolute struggle. Yeah. Yeah, He's a real idiot. (laughs) All right. Speaking of hate, let's pay the tab. Let's get pay the tab in here. Who needs to pay the tab after this week? Uh, Ash, we will start with you uh, once again, who needs to pay the tab this week for the Packers or around the Packers? Um, So my big one, actually, so this is like only kind of just coming out in the news. Um, like recently for us over here in the UK, um, not necessarily at the game or kind of helped in any way uh, get the Packers to that number one seed. Uh, but my big one is going to be Herb Arkosh. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right. But, um, yeah, um, fingers crossed. <clears throat> um, but yeah, no, either way, yeah, he can pay the entire tab um, for, you know, all your shows moving forward. Um, I'm not here for his negative vibes. I'm here for a bit of banter, a bit of fun and stuff. But um, in my opinion, he can he can do one. Um, so, you know, I'm here for Aaron Rodgers being MVP again. Um, I think he's had an amazing season um, with or without his nine good working toes. Um, <laughs> but I just think, like, what a slam um, from someone. Um, I haven't, like, read too much into it as of yet because, um, you know, time difference and everything. So I'll get more stuck into kind of like the background and the story tomorrow. Um, but, yeah, he's kind of he's hit a bad nerve of mine. And, you know, when somebody gets under my skin, the grudge is now there. Um, so he's kind of on my hit radar moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Nick, let's do it right now. Throw the drunk tweet of the week up yep. there. It's perfect. That <laughs> is our drunk tweet of the week because what a gigantic piece of garbage that this take and opinion is. And not only that, but Ash, don't even bother. Don't spend the time or give him the click to read his quote unquote apology because it's the worst, most like just self-serving thing that I've ever seen anyone, anyone write. So c- thank you for calling him out. I'm glad somebody did. Are, oh, we, su- okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are we surprised that someone was going to do this? Though? Like, I guess we're surprised someone was like open about it, but even like Rogers and McAfee said after all this like drama stuff came out, like, you know you're probably not going to win the MVP again. So, like, I don't know. I feel like we knew there were going to be voters like this. I just didn't here's, think someone would say it. Here's what really gets me with it is that it had nothing to do with the immunization and the COVID talk. It had to do with the offseason, right. which he said he, like, hurt the team. We haven't heard a single teammate come out against not Aaron well. Rodgers. The mm. team uh, on the field doing – pretty good let me check the standings real number one fucking team in the nfl but yeah he hurt the team that's that's on him and he shouldn't be the mvp of the league for that 
What? Yeah. I No, I, I think I think Jimmy hit it. It's I think we're I think it's more surprising that he came out and was very as vocal about it as he was before the vote came out. You know? And so I guess a little respect to him to, to come out and, and say that and, and put his name put his name behind it like yeah, that. He fucking went but, all out with it. <laughs> I mean, no I mean taking that back. In for a penny, in for a pound, man. I guess I mean it's good good for him. But yeah, what a what a gigantic uh yeah piece of garbage. There's a lot of well, and, stuff and in his on. apology, his apology was for oh. for joining the conversation about the MVP. Well, debate. you know, it, Todd, it wasn't his fault. He was led into a conversation that he yep. should have stayed out of. Bull crap. You waltzed into that conversation like you were ready for it. You wanted to say it. They asked him just like a random question about the weather. He's like, it's nice out, but Aaron Rodgers. I'm not voting for Aaron Rodgers, dude. <laughs> Producer Nick, uh, him and I actually do prep for the show, unlike you two clowns. Um, so I put my I were, shit in What do you thing? call all these fantastic graphics? Well, him and I were here at like, I don't know, 7 o'clock uh, going over oh. the intricacies of the show, making sure that everything runs so properly. Sorry, I have children to put to bed. And, well, I appreciate you putting my kids to bed. And <laughs> Nick, Nick said it best. Hub said the quiet thing out loud. Like there are many other voters. I'm, I'm sure that have had the same thought or are planning on doing the same thing, but you don't talk about it. You don't come out and say that you just, you make the vote for the other guy and you say on paper, that's how I see it. And you move on. Like it's. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. You know what he is? I hate him. He's a bum. He's a bum. He's an a bum. Absolute bum. Absolute bum. Jimmy, what kind of name is Hub, anyways? Get the f- Hubba Bubba. Yeah, baby. what's Nick? Look up what his full name is, because there's no I, way that that's. His... I believe it's it's Herb. With spelled with an E. So where did Hub come from? Yeah, I feel like Herb is just easier to say. His his moronic <laughs> right. little brother probably couldn't say Herb right, and that's just where it came from. Because <laughs> news, newsflash: Arthur <laughs> Ar- Arthur Arkish has really bad takes as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Hubert>. <laughs> I love uh, Matt's name here. Hub Steve. All right, uh, Jimmy. Who needs to pay? Who needs to pay the round for you? Sorry, that moronic little brother <laughs> one really <laughs> caught me off guard. <laughs> um, I'm Razul Douglas. I'm really upset because the last time I went to the Packer game, he had a pick six. I just triumphantly whipped out the crop top and I was waiting for that moment this time. And that was the one, one way I was going to go in a fucking crop top that game. So it was so cold and he didn't do it. He didn't deliver. And I really thought I was his good luck charm. Uh, and I've sadly found out that I'm not, and it didn't matter if I was there in a crop top, he wouldn't get a pick six. So uh, he's buying his own drink this time. In other, okay. yeah. oh. in other words, haunting, the Packers did so well. I don't know. That picture is beautiful, and it should go up right next to the Mona Lisa. It should not. It should leave forever, Nick. Get it away. Years to come, um, it's going to be hanging up places, and they're all going to just wonder and teach classes on who's that guy in the crop top. <laughs> Todd, what about you? Who needs to- oh, jeez. <laughs> just stop putting up pictures of my clothes now. <laughs> I Todd, stand by needs- jorts. This Who needs to pay the tab for you, Todd? <clears throat> uh, the punter. I still haven't figured out how to say his name. 
he's still not good at what he's got one fucking job and he can't do it. <laughs> Just every game he boots one out at like 12 yards. You're like, oh wow, great job. What did you do all week? Have you not? And all they do during the game is stand on the sideline and practice punting. Literally, that's all he does. And he still can't <laughs> fucking do it right. Stop fucking punting. <laughs> um, you know, aside one though, aside of uh, that's not the pick. I don't I don't think that's the pick we wanted to see. Um how about a shout out for what I, I don't even remember his name. Is it David David Moore? Moore? The the kick returner? Yeah. How about yards. that? A 20-yard kick. I, I I can't believe we're at the place right now where a 20-yard punt that runs out of bounds is is something I'm really happy with. So It was incredible. Congratulations, David. Um, Lambeau Field was electric when that happened. Oh, I can <laughs> uh, My pay the tab has to go to all of the preseason haters that are getting their receipts thrown out on social media over the last couple of days. The people who claim, I'm talking about Vikings and Bears specifically, you know who you are, getting their receipts thrown out all over social media about whether or not, it doesn't matter if Aaron Rodgers comes back or not, the Packers won't be the winners of the NFC North again. They won't win you know, more than 10 games again. They're not going to make the playoffs. It just doesn't matter. The future is here in the NFC how many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? The NFC North belongs to Aaron Rodgers as long as he is here. So I love seeing the receipts get pulled out. Drag them all. When was the hate worse? During the preseason, like the Aaron Rodgers drama stuff, or after the Saints game? Ooh. That's a tough one. I I think it was I think it was worse after the Saints game. I blacked out during that week. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> I think everyone did. Yeah. yeah. For one enough. reason or yeah. another. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was I think it would have to be have to be after that Saints game because I mean there there was people talking about how this game proved that you should have traded Aaron Rodgers and no one's gonna ever want him after this game, that this this marks the end of his career, you know. It, it, the the takes were extra spicy after week one every time i think about that game i think when mbs was on the mbs show and he was saying how there was other stuff leading into that game that no one else like no one knows about that kind of led into that performance and that's all i want to know is what the fuck caused a game to look like Jameis winston was an mvp candidate like i'd all that that's all i want to know i'm telling you it was hey starters we haven't done this go out there get used to game speed we can lose four games this year and still win the NFC North and probably the NFC in itself. So let's take this game for what it is and see if we can win it. Just don't get hurt. And then they obviously never mentioned don't get hurt before a game the rest of the season (laughs) because that just happened. Um. All right, we're at the uh, we're at the halfway point of the show here. Um, I think Nick has a trivia question for us coming in. Uh, Nick, would you like to to come in here, join us? Uh, Nick well, always like not to- really. I don't. I don't like having to be a part of this whole thing that is called Lombardi's Bar. But I mean, I will do it. We don't like it either, Nick. 
I, I know. See, this is what makes it work is the hate is mutual. <laughs> now that we know that you're this from is Minnesota, why, this we're is actually why, taking applications. This is why this is Ash's only appearance because it is this is a show fueled solely off hate. <laughs> it, is, it is the hate for other people. <laughs> it is the hate for each other, the hate for ourselves. It's just fueled by hate. <laughs> What Nick, the world. What's our what is our what's our trivia question for today? All right. Well, so the Packers have become the first team in NFL history to win 13 games in three consecutive seasons. So this is the fourth time now under Aaron Rodgers that the Packers have won at least 13 games uh, in a season. They did, they did it three other times under Brett Favre. And as a total, they have done it eight times in their history. So what is the one other time in Packers history that they have won at least 13 games in a season? Wow. That Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers were not a so, part of? So Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers not a part of it. Yes, because they've, they've done it between the two of them seven times. There's only one other time. So it was without those two. Can I can – I... Ask like just a wide net question. Was it a Bart Starr season? I was dead. I wasn't allowed to pick one. <laughs> well, I mean, Dan, like let's be real. If we're talking about the Packers winning 13 games, it probably had something to do with Bart Starr, Aaron Rodgers, or I, Brett Favre. I just I was I'm just trying to narrow it down because I didn't know if it was gonna be so weird like well, Don Mikowski did it, you know, like had some blue gear in in 1987 or something. No. <laughs> no. Nope. Okay, we've got uh, does anyone have because we're getting we're getting answers thrown up in the chat now, all obviously around the 60s, the Lombardi era. Um I I mean I I don't have a I don't have a guess. It's no. 1977. 77. Uh, no, I don't think they were very I, good in 77. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 67. 67. Oh, I was going to say 66. 66. Super Bowl years, yeah. I, I got bored with Dan rambling. I cheated. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's all up in the chat now. And I'm sure Nick, you like, tell, it's, it's... <laughs> yeah. So it is, the chat is correct. 1962. <laughs> Uh, they went 13 and one that year. The only game they lost was on Thanksgiving Day to the Lions. They lost 26 to 14. They won the championship that year over the Giants. Fuck the Lions. You could have had the so, only perfect. So, so we can point to this year being one of the reasons why the Lions still get to play on Thanksgiving Day. Oh, there we go. Yeah, congrats. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, you win one. I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> Thank you, Nick. Um, all right. I let's, uh, I mean, we're getting kind of close to the end here. So I, I think Ash, we wrap up with some bar bets and, but I want to, I want to see from all of us real quick, since this is a game Sunday that there's nothing on the line, at least record wise or seating wise or anything like that. What are you guys looking forward to watching this week? Cause me, I'm ready for, get me to the second half. And I want to see Jordan Love. I want to see Jordan Love in this offense for two straight halves of meaningless football, and and that's what I'm that's what I'm going to be looking forward to. And hopefully, I'm like three, four beers deep by then, and it's going to be a great rest of my Sunday. What about you guys, Todd? I'm honestly toying with the idea of taking uh, Sunday off from football. I I might just relax. Uh, that's 
So the pizza roll incident has been debunked so many times, Lambo. That wasn't even the case. Um, but I, I the playoffs a are Sunday off of football. It's week eighteen. The game means nothing. I, I I'm not going to get caught up in it emotionally, even if I am watching it. I think I'm just going to take it off and and prepare my mind, body, and soul for the playoffs. What are you going to do instead? Meditate. That I might do some grocery shopping because the stores are going to be empty. Uh, maybe hit the batting cages. I, the, the possibilities are endless. I'm in Wisconsin. There's literally going to be every place I want to go is going to be empty. We only get like 20 of these weeks a year. And you're going to spend it doing groceries. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Because I can go into public and there's not going to be people there. Do you know? Do you understand how incredible that is? Uh, yeah, it's great. You know where there's also no people? My couch. Jimmy, what are you looking forward to? Uh, um, well, apparently my wife's gonna be busy, so having the house to myself would be pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'll pick so, her up early. Fuck off, Todd. Uh, I I don't know. I always love seeing Jamal play. Um, again against the Packers. It's gonna be the mm-hmm. second time this season. Um, hopefully he has this, this seriously now at this point, because there are no implications, as long as the Packers stay healthy, I would love to see Jamal run for 200 yards, two touchdowns and completely kill the Packers. Don't even care at this point. The game doesn't <laughs> matter. Let a former Packer who had a horrible fucking year on the lions, just go out in a blaze of glory, uh, in his final game of the year. I hope he kills it. Um, so yeah, I'm just looking forward to Jamal back. Yeah, I like that a lot. And I also like Ben Kurt. Yeah, we better see some Ben Kurt this weekend. I don't activate three quarterbacks for the game. I don't care. Please do it. Um, Ash, what are you looking forward to? It's it's a one o'clock game Eastern time over here. So it's gonna be like roughly about what, six, five, six o'clock over on your time. So what are you yeah. how are you how are you gonna enjoy this game? Um, so it's a six o'clock kickoff, which is always great. Um, highlight of my life when that happens. Um, I usually always have like the Packers game on one screen. And then we have a thing called like red zone. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Um, early in the morning for me. Um, yeah. So I'll just have red zone up and kind of just keep tabs on every other game as well. Um, but I'm going to go off the back of Jimmy's. I've been really like, I'd love to see Jamal play. Um, I was really rooting for him when he was a Packer as well. Um, so it'd be nice to see kind of what he can do. Um, I'm still kind of putting the feelers out myself for how I feel about Jordan Love. Um, I'm still kind of unsure. So it'll be nice to see what he can do on the field and stuff as well. Um, and see whether, you know, he gets my seal of approval. Um, because it has been real 50-50 this season. Um and it's got just especially looking back at that Saints game, um, it just, you know, was a little bit excruciating as well to kind of kick things off with. Um but yeah, I think it will just be fun. But I think um, I'll probably be just keeping an eye on every single game, um, knowing that obviously the Packers-Lions game, it doesn't matter um, what the outcome is. Um, so yeah, I think it's just going to be really exciting kind of week 18, see what happens. Um, but I think for Packers, it will be kind of interesting to see kind of who they who they bench, who they start and stuff, who they're going to try and keep healthy. Um, and obviously we've got a first round buy and stuff as well, because, you know, number one seed. So um, always, always a treat. <laughs> Do you do you have a is there like a special British version of Red Zone like a Sky Sports version or do you you do you like watch the NFL Network a Directv yeah. like what which do you use? 
Um, so we use NFL Network, so Scott Hansen, um, which is great. Um, our kind of version um, is a little bit weird. So they only show one game um, kind of like per section, if that makes sense. There's like one 1 p.m. kickoff and then um, it just like goes around and stuff. So that is always good. Um, but whatever game that gets shown on, on Sky Sports for Us, it gets blacked out on on um, the NFL Game Pass. So if you don't have Sky Sports... Um, for example, like if you don't pay for it, um, you are generally screwed. So like having red zone and stuff is always great. So then you can just like keep an eye on it that way. Um, but yeah. Glad Scott Hansen <clears throat> crosses across the pond like that. It's great. Yeah. Good for Scott. <laughs> Good for Scott. He he doesn't take bathroom breaks in the UK, UK either. Um no. <laughs> that was such a weird bit of information that I learned about him. Yeah. Just like no bathroom breaks. I was like, that's so unhealthy. Well, but, I know, here for the dedication. <laughs> I heard I heard an interview with Andrew Siciliano who does Red Zone for DirecTV, and he says that they actually they pre-record different transitions for them to use so that they can go and use the bathroom. So oh. he'll like he'll pre-record like we're gonna leave this game and we're gonna go over to Packers Lions on 703 so that they can transition with him and it sounds like he's there, but he's actually in the bathroom. Or he just has a bucket right next to him and he's peeing or while he's saying it. Yeah, like Joe Buck. Um, um, so I did have a question brought up to me this week that I'm that I'm curious to get you guys' guys's opinion on. Right now, the Packers have a game that doesn't mean much, oh, uh, and then a bye. Do the Packers just expose the entire team to COVID to ensure that they don't lose anybody in the playoffs? Imagine. <laughs> what a ballsy move. <laughs> Also, great a idea. Very, a very, a very privileged move from our standpoint in the country with ready vaccines. That's just like, should we give everybody the pandemic that that the whole rest of the world is on fire with, just so that we can make sure we win a couple football games? How about <laughs> you just worry about oh, yourself, Dan? Because I think that's a brilliant idea. I, and there's only if you're committed, you will get COVID. I thought I thought about I thought about it the same as well. Welcome back, Todd. Oh, um, so. I mean, because there's. There's got to be, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is good through like almost the Super Bowl, right? So there's got to be like a list of them that are now okay through the rest of the rest of the year, right? Yeah. And there has to be like, at what point do they, does their software that chooses players just stop choosing players? in the playoffs like at one point are they're like hey guys let's say we test people but we can't afford to fuck up the product like i guarantee they're not testing people for the super bowl no honestly and i think that's i think that's something you got to think about is the week leading up to the super bowl i don't think you need to test like you're not doing anything afterwards oh what a privileged stance to say i mean it is sort of it is it is a little bit of a privileged stance but i mean i think they just shouldn't test at all dan wow why would we care about others you piece of shit jesus i i think i mean i think for at least the super bowl you 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 get rid of it that's my yeah I'm, I'm fine with that. I, especially if the Packers are in it, fuck it. I, I really... mean, because because you imagine if somebody like Jacob's putting in the chat, like Brady or Aaron Rodgers, test positive a couple days before the Super Bowl, and they're gonna say sorry. I, I mean, I if you're it, pro 
pro-vaccine or anti-vaccine or whoever the hell you are, NFL fans will throw an absolute riot over that. Yes. Do you yeah. imagine if it's it's Packers, Chiefs, and Mahomes, and Andrews were both to get COVID? Dude, you got to figure yeah, out your yeah, fucking Todd, microphone. Yeah, Todd, Todd, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> fucking trash. <laughs> we heard that clear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that came through like a bell. Um, let's get to some bar bets here. Ash, this is how it works. We asked some yes or no questions, some over-under questions. You give your answer, and then you have to give us your confidence on the said bet on a scale of one to five Bakhtiaris. All right? Okay. So one Bakhtiari, not so much. Five Bakhtiaris, you're absolutely sure that this is going to happen. All I right? love this. Okay. All right. So our first one, we've got two today. We'll start with Devontae Adams. He's 69 yards away from overtaking Sterling Sharp on the all-time Packers receiving list. So Devontae Adams this week, over, under, we'll set it at 69 and a half. So basically, will he surpass, not tie, but surpass, Sterling Sharp on the all-time list. Uh, Ash, we'll go. I'll I'll start with you. We'll start with you. How do you like this one? Okay, I'm gonna go a solid five back Tiaris. Yes or no? Yes. 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 It's All early right. in the morning for me. Sorry. <laughs> so you say he does? He does beat it. He he overtakes Sterling Sharp. Yeah. He's only 69 yards out. I mean, it's really not that much in the grand scheme of things. Um, so, yeah, let's do it. Let's make it happen. All right. Uh, Jimmy? Uh, I'm going to go three Bakhtiaris because I'm not as confident or brave as Ash and say yes. Um, I think they'll only play a half. And but I think Rodgers knows they're all obviously they're all aware of the record. So I think they're going to kind of be forcing it to him or scheming him open a little bit more. Also, you could quadruple team him and he'll still find a way to get open. So I think he'll definitely get those 69 yards um, and overtake him. All right. Uh, Todd. Five Bakhtiari five back is picking on what Jimmy said. Short and sweet. Good idea, Todd. Um, <laughs> I love gonna, this. You can't say anything. <laughs> I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go to Bakhtiari because I'm not confident at all. And I'm actually going to go under because you hate the pack because i i just am not sure how much they're gonna play him i don't know if it's gonna be a couple of like three drives in the first half and then be done i i don't know how they're gonna come up i don't know how they're gonna come at this i don't know i just if you're giving me a half to do it in a meaningless game i just don't i don't know i don't feel confident in it so i'm gonna go two and i'm gonna go under on it um, the other one focuses on probably more of the second half. Will we see Jordan Love throw a touchdown pass this week? Not run, not anything. He throws the touchdown pass. We assume that he will be playing most, if not all, of the second quarter. Uh, so, Ash, we'll start with you again. Uh, Jordan Love, does he throw a touchdown? I'm going to say no. And I'm going to go three back to Ari's. Oh, all right. Yeah. I think there's a, 
I think he's got a better chance of like passing it off to a running back for a touchdown, really, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I just I think that just shows probably more my lack of confidence in Jordan Love so far, maybe. Um, but you are right. I mean, I think they I think he's gonna play a lot, to be honest. Um, I don't think he's gonna play the whole game. Um but it'll be interesting. I mean, I'm here for him to prove me wrong, uh, but my confidence isn't so high right now for him, sadly. But yeah. All right. Uh, Todd, why don't we go ahead and get yours out of the way? Five Bakhtiar. Yes. <laughs> Is it still right. shit? shit? Oh, it's awful. No, it's still uh, shit. It's absolutely it, it, terrible. Fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jimmy, what about you? Uh, uh, I'm going. For Bakhtiari's, yes. And I think going to kind of what Ash mentioned earlier, we don't know what we have in Jordan Love. So I think they're just going to really take this opportunity, kind of like they do with the Chiefs game where you thought their strategy would be run the ball a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, Now I think it's the one time they kind of get to see him in game play, and I think they're just going to have him pass the ball as much as possible just to kind of get a better read on him and see what they have in in live action. So I think he's able to sneak one in there um, and get a touchdown. Yeah, and I'm going to go right with you. I, I'm going to go right with Todd. I'm going to go five Bakhtiaris. Yes, he does. Uh, you know, I think I think it actually says a lot more for what their plan is with Dylan and Jones. I don't think they want to run them a lot. I think you're going to mm-hmm. see a lot of whoever the I, – I didn't even know. Who's the third – who's that third string guy that was running around out there with Patrick them? Taylor. Patrick Taylor. Patrick Taylor, I think you see a lot of him in the second half. I don't think you see a lot of Dylan or Jones, especially Dylan. I think they rest him – a lot save yeah. him for the playoffs takes a beating yeah and so i think that they will just kind of open it up a little bit more throw it around like you said they want to see what they have with jordan love throw it around and just see you know just have fun with it it's street ball at this point so i will say he sneaks one in there at a at a certain point um ash thank you so much for coming on taking this time like we said not just the time but staying up late and ruining your entire circadian rhythm for for joining us um you already have people <laughs> asking for you to be the new bartender so if you're willing to make this sacrifice for the next year you know for about 20 weeks next year you're more than welcome to take my job if you so choose but thank you again for for doing this um do you want to let the people know where they can find you on all the platforms and anything you want to promote um oh my god okay i'm super easy just my like I think it's coming up at the bottom anyway. So it's just Ash in the NFL, absolutely everywhere. Um, so like across all kind of social media platforms, you can find me. Um, and I like I, my thing is just trying to promote the game, just get more fans in. If I can make them Packers fans, great. I'm doing something right. Um, but that's kind of just like the big thing that I do, uh, just because I want more people, especially over here, to like talk nfl with talk football with and stuff um but it's such a pleasure like coming on chatting to you guys i really don't mind waking up um or staying up late and stuff um you know if i get to talk football especially green bay and stuff um so thank you guys so much for having me hopefully it won't be the last time um and yeah and probably you know something fun as well i'm hearing a british accent and stuff come on so hopefully people understand me too um which you know is always um always a thing i think about um so yeah it's been super fun i've loved it If it may, well, you see the quality we have of the show. Todd has a double voice, apparently. So right. I think your yeah. British accent is the yeah. least of the worries. Yeah. <laughs> I hate everyone. <laughs> Sounds good, man. Um, I, you know where you can find all of us. Our socials are right there at the bottom. Um, 
Make sure you're following us on Twitter as well at GameOnWI, at Lombardi's Bar as well. Follow the show on YouTube, subscribe, like, rate, review, share, share it with all of your friends. Do that now, and you'll get notified every time that we go live here on the channel. And coming up here in just about 20 minutes or so, going live again with Open Book, with Janelle, with Zach, and Eli. Those three guys, uh, people, I should say, those three people, football Whoa. fans. I'm trying Sexist, to Sexist, dude. Don't believe in science. Sexist. What else are you going to reveal today, Dan? Are, you, are we done? Yeah, I'm done now. (laughs) Follow them. They're going to be coming up here in about 20 minutes. And make sure you stick around next week, Jimmy. Who's joining us on the show next week? Do you want to let the do you want to let the people know? Is that is it official or am I teasing it right now? You're teasing it. It's it's agreed upon, but his life is much more important than ours. So let's get a little bit closer before I put my foot in my mouth. Stick around. So we have a big guest next week. That's a tease to follow us on Twitter because that's where it will be announced. So, uh. Make sure you're sticking around for Open Book. We'll see you again next week. For producer Nick, for our special guest Ash, for Todd, for Jimmy, Dan here saying cheers. And until next time, go Pack Go, everybody. Go Pack.